Welcome to Above Par. I'm your host, Kathy Hartwood. I show you how to take more of your talent to the golf course without practicing harder, taking more lessons, or buying new equipment. I show you how to end the frustration of underperforming so you can start playing to your potential. This is where you are going to learn how to think above par so you can play below par. Let's get to it. Hello, my golf friend. Welcome back to Above Par. And most importantly, Happy New Year. I hope you had amazing holiday season and you are ready for 2024. I'm ready. I'm ready to help you have your best year ever. I plan on doing it and I want to help you do it. And what I want to talk today about in this episode is how golf and life are connected. How your golf shows up in your life and your life shows up in your golf. I talk often about how we have one brain. So wherever you go, there it is. It's right there with you. I also talk about how you do one thing, you do everything. Because we have one brain. If you up-level it and you learn how to manage it and you learn how to think intentionally and deal with your emotions, it's only going to help you off the golf course. So one of the things that we talked about in the Above Par Academy, which is my membership, which is where I do some coaching and we talk deeper about topics I talk about here. If you're not in the Academy, you definitely want to get in when the doors are open. Make sure you get on my email list, which is kathyhartwood.com forward slash join. So you know when it's open to join the Academy. But this is some of the work that we did in December. And we talked about how golf shows up in your off course life and how life shows up on the golf course. And using that as an awareness to see how big of a role that golf plays or how much it is actually impacting your life or maybe affecting things for you, it's a really powerful exercise, especially as you head into 2024, this golf season, so that you make sure that you're balancing things out. So some of the things that I encourage you to do is take a look and just notice how golf the time you spend playing golf, how much you practice, how much money you spend on golf, how many lessons you take, how you feel about the game, how that shows up for you when you're not on the golf course or you're not at the club. How do you show up for the people in your life? How do you show up at your work? How do you show up when you work out and you exercise? It's going to affect your your relationships and your social life positively or negatively. And I encourage you to go through the exercise of just seeing how much it is impacting your life off of the golf course and how, in a positive way or a negative way. We went through and did this exercise and it's so valuable because a lot of the members saw how much it was positively impacting their life, even when they're not having a great day or a great season. And sometimes when we feel like quitting, and we notice how big of an impact it is having positively on our life, right? That can really help us get through those rough moments with golf. Conversely, you might look at your life and notice like, really, I'm like, these different areas are being negatively impacted by my golf, how much time I spend there, how much money I spend, maybe trips that you're traveling. You might not be spending as much time with your friends or being involved in your community, or you might be working less and not showing up at your job as much, or it might be affecting significant people in your life. That's also worth taking a look at and not ignoring. And then you get to decide on what you want to do about it and how you want to balance things out so that you can thrive on and off the golf course. 
There's another component that's really important to look at because there are parts of our personality traits that we have off of the golf course that are going to show up and affect our golf game. They include perfectionism and people pleasing and negativity and worrying about what other people think and judgment. It could be our confidence in our self-worth or we might go into a little victimhood. We could be hypervigilant. We could be controlling. We could have fear, fear of failure, fear of rejection, fear of disappointment. And often people will tell me it only shows up on the golf course. And because you have one brain, I'm going to tell you that I promise you I could find evidence evidence of it off of the golf course in your day-to-day life. Just what happens is when we're not on the golf course, we can hide and camouflage behind our computers and our emails and TV and shopping and foods and drinks and doing other things that we can get these dopamine hits off of so we don't have to deal with some of the other things. We have coping mechanisms. On the golf course, you don't. You have a couple minutes, right? Before you have to hit the next shot. So that's definitely one area to look as well. Are you a perfectionist? Do you worry about what other people think? How much is that affecting you on the golf course and off the golf course? If it is, this is some of the things that we talk about in the academy, or this is some of the things that I work with people on because I come at the game from a different angle. I come from a coaching from a little different angle. I come at it from you, the whole person. It's showing up somewhere. And as you up level different areas of your golf and those skills and managing your thoughts and thinking intentionally and your emotions, it's only going to help you off the golf course and vice versa. There is no area off limits. It's not just things that you do on the golf course between number one and the 18th hole. So look for the evidence in areas off of the course in your day-to-day life. Thing two is like life happens, right? We have times which are really easy and everything's going great. And then we have times where family members might get sick or go through a rough time, or you might have something going on at work. And that is going to affect you on the golf course, unless you're a tour player who has a community managing them, right? So they don't have to deal with a lot of this stuff. It's going to affect you on the golf course, or unless you're really, really good at compartmentalizing or not dealing with it, which I promise you is probably not a really healthy way to go through it, but it's going to show up. So in those moments, do you give yourself grace that this is just a moment where life's affecting my golf and that's why I didn't play so well? Or do you beat the crap out of yourself and make the problem worse? Do you sit there and say, oh, things are crappy at work and things at the house are horrible and my golf game's horrible too? Well, maybe your golf game's not that horrible. Maybe just because things were happening off the course, you weren't able to think and focus and you were tense and you were tired. And that, of course, affected your performance. It affected how you played and showed up. Right. So it's so important to notice how golf is affecting your life and how life is affecting your golf. And this is a way that you can really tell how big of an impact golf has on your life. Because if you scored well, and what would that number be? You get to define what well is. But let's say you pick a number. If you scored that number, how would your life be different? How would you show up differently? How would you feel versus not having a great round? Would you finish 18 and walk inside and hang out and have lunch in the grill room? Talk to the peoples? Be more enjoyable when you went home? Showed up better at work? Versus a score that you didn't like, a high score, not your best score, a horrible score. Let's just say out of character for you. How would you feel? How would you show up? Would you leave the club? Would you go directly home? Would you be grumpy at the house? 
for how long? An hour, two hours, a day? Would you show up at work and be cranky with the people you work with or customers or clients? How would it affect the dialogue that you say about yourself, the words that you say to yourself? And what would you say, actually? Write it down. If you shoot a really good score, what dialogue do you say to yourself? What do you say? Like, way to go. I got this. That was pretty good. I'm pretty impressed. People are going to think I'm a good golfer. Do you say, I could have done better? Even though it was a good score, I still could have done better. I still left some out there. Or that was a once in a lifetime kind of round. I might never be able to do that again. Or when you have a bad round, what do you say? Because the words that you say affect how you feel. And everything we do is based on how we feel. So if you're basing your score and your performance on how you get to feel and how you get to show up, you're going to put so much more pressure on your golf game and you're going to backhand your golf game, so to speak, to perform, to play well, to not make mistakes, to not screw up, to not have blow up holes, to not embarrass yourself, to not feel like a failure. And it's counterproductive. It doesn't work. You're not going to play your best golf in pressure. You're not going to play your best golf from trying to avoid a feeling or an emotion. So it becomes this horrible cycle for us that we rarely see those good rounds that we know we're capable of because we're trying so hard to prevent feeling crappy because golf has such a big impact on us and how we get to think and feel and how we show up in our day-to-day lives. So we want to show up well. We want to feel great. We want to be engaged. We want to be in a good mood. And we think our score is what does it. So ask yourself, how would your life be different? Or how is your life different when you play well? And how is your life different? So ask yourself, what does your life look like off of the course when you play well? How do you feel when you play well? And how do you feel when you don't play so well? How does it show up? Because that's going to show you how big of a role golf plays in your life. And it might be an opportunity for you to really start paying attention. I'm I'm hopeful that this episode is really going to shine a light for somebody. It's going to click about maybe this is why you're not getting the results that you're capable of, right? Maybe I'm going to help you in this episode. Just look at how you show up in the golf in your life in a different way so that you can level up both of them. Maybe you need to balance them out. Or maybe you love exactly what you're doing. Fine right? That just helps give you more certainty about how you're going to show up or how you're going to decide to show up this season in 2024. And for sure, it's worth looking at any of those personality traits that show up for us off the golf course and on the golf course, perfectionism, people pleasing, worrying about other people, judgment, negativity, right? Those are a big deal because they do affect how we feel and how we show up and the results that we get. It's not something that you're stuck with. It's something that you can reframe and get more empowered with. And if you're not in the academy and you want to get some coaching this year and dive into these topics that are really going to help you get out of your own way, I encourage you to join the academy. Get on my email list so you know when the doors are open. That's kathyhartwood.com forward slash join. All right, my friends, let's make 2024 an amazing year on and off the golf course. Have a beautiful week and I'll talk to you next Wednesday.